3: What up, Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. Coming to you from Los Angeles, California. The Doug Gottlieb show, live and direct on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff Schwartz is going to join us. We're going to have a little minion. Yeah, actually, you need 10 Jews to have a minion. I'm not sure if you're aware of that, Ramos. Uh, tonight is uh, the celebration of the Jewish New Year. That's funny. He doesn't look Jewish. Um, so uh, apples and honey. And may you all have a blessed happy new year. Gavin, of course, producing today from Rhyme music uh, because Gavin's significant other is Jewish. He's uh she, you know, he, he, uh, we, he's a, um, we, we, we won't really recruit, but we will accept you into the tribe if you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like Ivy League. We're like, eh, we
4: don't I dip
3: my toe in on the holidays. Right? It's like fun. we go to we, you, you know, go to a, a church. I've been to church. You go to church and they're recruiting, man. They're like the SEC. They're like, come on. All you got to <laughs> say is you know, take Jesus in your heart. Take Jesus in your heart. And all the sins washed away. You're good. You're good. You're good. It's just, it's, it's recruit. They're very good. recruiters, Very strong. Strong. Cleanse your soul. Right? Well, baptism, you're good to go. We don't have the heaven. We don't have the hell. Just kind of sort of a purgatory state waiting for the Messiah to come around. But we do have a good New Year. Of course, in a little bit more than a week, we did have Yom Kippur where you can't eat for a day. And you're supposed to feel really bad about all your sins. But then after that, you're good. All right, good. Anyway, Jeff Schwartz will, will join us. I got my picks up coming next. I'm excited about these this week's picks. I, don't think, I thought I was excited last week and then they didn't do so well. But that's okay. It's that we play the long game all 17 weeks and last year hit at a 58% and change rate, which if you ask the folks in Vegas, that's, that's really good. It's really, it's a hard sport to bet on as uh, my uh, late great college basketball coach, Eddie Sutton would say uh, when we played in Las Vegas, two consecutive years, um, you know, they don't build all these buildings cause people are winning money. <laughs> Uh, well put, Coach. Well put. Anyway, um, this is Joe Burrow after the game last night talking about his 0-2 start.
5: This might be the only time in my sporting career that I've lost two games in a row. doesn't feel very good. I know guys in there are hurting. We're going to come back to work tomorrow and try to get this thing right. You know, losing is unacceptable to me, to everybody in there, to Coach Taylor, to, to everybody in this organization. So we're just going to have to get it fixed.
3: Yeah, we just have to get it fixed. Look, I, I think there's a reasonableness to... Joe Burrow a competitiveness to Joe Burrow. You know, yes, do you get when they when he misses guys do you get a pass because it's only your second game and you didn't have OTAs and last year you had more talent than everybody else and this year you have good talent but AJ Green does not look like he's the same player as he used to be. Like uh, okay. Yeah, we we give you a bit of a pass. That is very reasonable to say we're going to give you a pass. Um but it's it's also fair to say that enough smart people really like how he looks, what he does, how he does it to think. He's a and let me correct myself, Daniel Jeremiah, made sure you correct me on social media. He's a truck, not a trailer. Now you can win with a trailer, and Baker Mayfield appeals to be a trailer. You just have to adjust what you're doing. You can't snap it back to a guy and say, hey, throw it 60 times and go win us a game, big boy. You got to run the football. Even when sometimes you should be throwing it, you still run it, which is which is why they went and got Kevin Stefanski. Kevin Stefanski is three yards in a cloud of dust. Run it and run it again. And yeah, the touches are going to be down for Jarvis Landry. Yeah, the touches are going to be in looks are going to be down for Odell Beckham Jr. Did did, you, did Did people not watch Kirk Cousins last year? Do you not remember the the both wide receivers were upset and Cousins was upset at not throwing the football? Do you guys do you remember that? I do. But they still got to the playoffs, won a playoff game on the road against the New Orleans Saints with the exact same system, and that's how he got this job. He can get the job, walk in and go like, hey, you know that stuff I just did in Minnesota? I'm going to do the opposite here. He's like, no. See thing I did in Minnesota? Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Fine. Solid. We made it easier for him by establishing and reestablishing a running game. That's why they signed Kareem Hunt. That's why they have Nick Chubb. You have them both. You got two guys that could start for just about any team in the National Football League. And you start there and you end there and everything else opens up. Yeah, they got Austin Hooper. So you have a big tight end who can catch the football. You got two good wide receivers. Like, this is a nice team, but it all works better for Baker Mayfield if you establish and reestablish and reestablish the run some more. So, I... I think it's very, very reasonable to think that the Cincinnati Bengals have found their quarterback and the Cleveland Browns who got the win last night and really the game wasn't as close, as competitive as the final score would tell you, but the Cleveland Browns are showing you the path that they believe they have to travel on if they want to get the most and the best out of Baker Mayfield. And that's why coaches get hired and coaches get fired. Go back and look at, not this last year, because it's a weird year, but the previous year's coaching cycle, right? All those guys who, anybody who knew Sean McVay was hired, or the Arizona Cardinals go out and hire a guy who struggled to win in the Big 12, in Cliff Kingsbury. Why were they hired? From the Bengals head coach, to the Packers head coach, to the Cardinals head coach, why were they hired? Even Mike McCarthy got the job this year. Why? Because... They know how to foster the growth of a quarterback. Who can get the most out of what we have? Even Adam Gase. It's the only reason Adam Gase has his job. Now, do I think Adam Gase is doing a great job? I don't. I don't think he has a ton to work with either. But Adam Gase, he walks in the room and says, hey, Peyton Manning will call you and tell you I'm great. I got a ton out of Peyton Manning. All right, well, if you can get some out of Peyton Manning, you can get some out of Sam Darnold. Again, it doesn't mean that it it's a it doesn't mean that it's totally accurate that all these coaches can get the most out of their quarterbacks, but that's why they got their job. And Kevin Stefanski is showing you, hey man, look what I got out of Kirk Cousins. 4000-yard passing seasons, went to the playoffs, won a game in the playoffs, made Kirk Cousins so good they re-signed him to an additional couple of years. Right? Got a lot out of them. Guess what I can? I mean, that's why Bruce Arians got the job. Hey, maybe he's the quarterback whisperer. He can get Jameis Winston. And Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards, also threw 30 picks. What can you get out of the most important position? The other positions are important, but just not as important. And I think Stefanski is showing you, hey, this is my way. This is what I believe in. And, oh, yeah, by the way, week one, we snapped it back in shotgun to – Baker Mayfield. We let him run around a little bit. How'd that work out? That was his way. Now we'll do it my way. It's boring, but it works. It's like a Volvo. Boxy, but good. But Burrow, Burrow feels like a dude. Doesn't have the arm of a Mahomes, the arm of a Russell Wilson, maybe the arm of a Lamar, Okay, but has touch, has football IQ, has feel, has enough athleticism. He's a good player. He's going to be their quarterback for the near and long term future.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended, odor-free pain relief, or muscle pain, back aches, strains, sprains, even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink.
6: Five NFL, five college. Five on three, one two three. Five. It's Five for Five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's
5: go,
4: five.
3: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every Friday at this time. Every Friday at this time, we give you the picks of the weekend. Let's get after it. Only five in pros. We'll start the college ones next week when you have a better slate of games and we know the games are going to be played as some have already been postponed for the weekend. Chiefs at Chargers. Gottlieb is the world's first Chargers homer. So of course he's going to pick the Chargers because he picked them last week. No, sir. No, sir. Chiefs have beaten the Chargers 11 of the 12, past 12 meetings, that you know. The Chargers offense was a joke last weekend Last weekend against the uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals on the road. They do return home to their brand new stadium, which will be empty for a second straight week. They lost Mike Pouncey for the season to a hip injury. He's their uh, best offensive lineman, an offensive line that has been much maligned during the end of the Phillip Rivers era into the Tyrod Taylor era. Uh, Mike Pouncey's out. On the defensive side, of course, they lost Derwin James for the season. Last week, they lost Drew Tranquil, linebacker, Notre Dame, who broke his uh, ankle. I think he's out for the year. It was a really gruesome injury. Chargers' offense was underwhelming because Tyrod Taylor doesn't do much. He doesn't turn it over. That's Tyrod Taylor doesn't turn because he doesn't take chances. Because he doesn't. They have all these weapons, but they don't do anything with it. Meanwhile, the Chiefs have weapons, and they're going to throw the football. And they had extra three days to prepare, so they're healthy. They're rested. They're not really playing on the road. And even when they do play on the road in L.A., they beat the Chargers generally. Yeah, I like the Chiefs by uh, more than eight and a half points. Falcons taking on the Cowboys. Both teams are 0-1. The Cowboys are just crushed by injuries. Do you see the Tyron Smith mispractice today with a neck injury? That line is not as good as it used to be. They didn't have Lyle Collins going back to Sunday night. Now they might not have Tyron Smith this Sunday against the Falcons. Blake Jarwin, their tight end, out for the season. Leighton Vanderesh out as a linebacker. Van Der Esch is arguably their best defensive player. Matt Ryan threw for a league-high 450 yards against the Seahawks last week. That's a good Seahawks team. Uh, they did get down early. That's why he had to throw so many yards. If you have Matt Ryan in your fantasy league, you're looking pretty happy. Cowboys only pressured Jared Goff on 20% of his dropbacks. Falcons have a lead offense. They're going to have a big day, and they're four-and-a-half-point dogs. They don't have to win. They just have to lose by less than four-and-a-half. Love the Falcons. Now, the Texans get extra rest. And uh, the Texans allowed the Chiefs to score 31 unanswered last week because, well, they're the Texans. That's what they do against the Chiefs. Taking on the Ravens. Um, Ravens were amazing. They were so good against... That's a Browns team. That's not bad. And the Browns could not run the football against them. Couldn't do anything against them. Baltimore... Beat Houston last year, 41-7. Duke Johnson, running back. One of the running backs for the Houston Texans. Doubtful. Ravens are 5-0 against the spread in their last five road games. They're a seven-point favorite. I think they're going to light up the Houston Texans because of the best team, overall team in the National Football League. And Lamar Jackson is getting better. Give me the Ravens and the points. Uh, The Broncos... Broncos come in, banged up. Philip lindsay has got a toe. Of course, Von Miller is out for the year. Cortland Sutton, doubtful. Remember, they played, both teams played on Monday night. The difference is Denver played at home. Now they're traveling the road, take on Pittsburgh. The Steelers were so good against the run, it was silly. Really, really silly. I don't know if you saw this. On average, they hit Saquon Barkley behind the line of scrimmage every time he got the ball. Drew Locke has never faced the Steelers' defense. It's an elite defense. Um... Ben Roethlisberger shook off the rust in the first half and looked better in the second half. Pittsburgh ran for only 141 last week against the Giants, and they'll look to do that even more as the Broncos gave up 116 to Derrick Henry and he knew it was coming. Uh, I I like the Steelers, even though they're laying seven points at home. A.J. Bouye is out, and I mentioned Philip Lindsay, as well as uh, Von Miller obviously out for the year. A banged-up Broncos team on a short week on the road with a uh, a starter who has not started an entire season against a really good, nasty Steelers defense? Yeah, give me the Steelers. Um, people got mad at me because I tweeted out that Washington was the worst team in football and they come back from 17-0 down, and I'm an idiot. Uh, no one said I'm that smart, but I also don't think I was that far off. I'm not a total buyer into Washington just yet. Remember, the Eagles lost two offensive linemen before the game and two linemen in the game. So there's a reason guys are backups, right? Two 1-0 teams, they won outright as underdogs in week one. Next-gen stats, uh, Dwayne Haskins had an NFL low. NFL low, 2.25 seconds to throw a football. Um, I don't think Washington's pass rush will be able to get to Kyler Murray or get rid of it quickly. (laughs) Shoo. The Cardinals are seven-point favorites at home. I like the Cardinals to win going away. I am a buyer into the Cardinals offense, not as much the Cardinals defense, but I don't think much of the Redskins offense. So I'm gonna take the Cardinals laying seven points. So
6: five on three. One, two, three. Five. There it is. Five NFL. Let's go five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Godley. And, and I know that's
3: that's three touchdown or touchdown plus favorites that I'm taking in the NFL. I I I think there's a disparity between the really good teams and everybody else. Steelers are good. Cardinals are good. Ravens are great. Chiefs are great. And uh, the, their opponents are not. Falcons um, I, I don't think are a great team. I don't think the Cowboys are a great team. The Cowboys are really banged up. Schwartz, you, Jeff Schwartz, do you ever play golf? Oh yeah, I love playing golf. I, I would take six straight bogeys any day. I know. but not, not, not if you're Graham McDowell, I don't think. <laughs> Vijay Singh no, doing no. some things, though. One under. Vijay. Vee's doing some things with that belly putter, which is no longer a belly. Can't rest on your belly anymore. Your favorite place to get a cheeseburger is where?
4: Oh man, good question. I mean, is it is the easy answer In and Out because I grew up in L.A. I have to say In and Out. There's, no, um, there's nothing
3: wrong with that. If your In and uh, Out your In and Out order is what? Wow. So when I was playing
4: and I was training in the summers in Arizona, I would get two three by threes, protein style, but just with no with no bun. Um, but now, if I'm going, I'm just getting a double double, animal style. Uh, Keeping it simple, you know. Everyone bashing on the fries. I don't go there to get French fries. Like that's just an extra. I go there for the burger. I don't get why people are so obsessed about the fries there. Oh, I can't. I don't like the fries. Well, it's better than Five Guys. The burger is better than Five Guys.
3: Stop, yes, stop uh, lying to yourself. I, I I like it as well. I actually like the fries. I mean, I they're actually real potatoes. They're crisp. They're clean. You know, the whole thing with French fries to me, McDonald's is the goat fries. They're okay. great, yes. Yes, and it's just, you know, nobody puts enough salt on them, right? Put more salt on Get them hot. Make sure they're hot. Make sure they got salt on them. It's not that hard, not that complicated. I'm not a big Chick-fil-A fry guy. I just don't. I know this is a cheeseburger segment because it's National Cheeseburger Day, um, but I'm not a – I like I like my fries to be fries. I don't want waffle fries. If I want waffles, I'll order waffles anyway.
4: I'm not a waffle fry guy. I will throw in there the curly fry from Jack in the Box. It's
3: quite delectable. Jack in the Box did not make the did not make the list for my top ten cheeseburgers, but it is highly underrated. Part of it is, if you're my age, you may be a little young. There, Jack in the Box had an incident in Seattle which scared everybody, totally unfairly so. But they did they undercooked their burgers for a while, which I don't mind because I like my thing still mooing. But apparently they had some they had some issues. I'm not going to bring it anyway. Um, okay, let's get to last night. Baker Mayfield, your thoughts. I thought
4: the offense designed for him last night is what it has to be. It has to be a very structured offense. It has to be play action pass, move the pocket, right? When, when you move the pocket, you have layered routes typically, right? So you see everyone right in front of you. You need a linebacker. The linebacker drops. You can go underneath. Linebacker sucks up. You go over the top. And everything's just right there in front of you. You have to stay on schedule. No third downs. There's a lot of quarterbacks like that. Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo. There's nothing wrong with that style of quarterback. It's just I think we saw that we had a young guy in Joe Burrow who threw the ball 61 times, but five wides, four wides, spread it out, sit in the pocket, hammer guys downfield. And that's not Baker's game, really. So I like what Stefanski did. He chased the tail of the offense to Baker Mayfield. But when they played better teams and they're in third downs and they can't really run this offense – they're not going to be successful. And that's my concern with Baker.
3: But um, this is what Stavansky, this is what Stefanski one wants to do for Baker, but this is what he did in Minnesota last year as well.
4: Well, this is what he was always going to do. This is why I thought Baker would play better this year. This is his offense. It's 100% his offense. It's what you're right. He did in Minnesota. It's the it's, it's Shanahan offense, right? We see the same thing with Shanahan with big Uh There's no surprise there, but the question is, is that when it does become those, those third and long situations, that's when the money's made, right? Um, you know, is Baker Mayfield good enough to do that on a consistent level? That's what I worry with this offense, right? And, and look, and we started to a little bit of extreme last year with Jimmy Garoppolo in the Super Bowl. His big third downs didn't convert, right? I mean, that's like the part of the problem I see with sometimes this offense with the quarterback. If you don't have an exceptional quarterback, you don't do it very much on third down. And so I just worry that with uh, with Baker Mayfield.
3: All right, what about Joe Burrow? What are your impressions?
4: Oh, he's far better than I thought he'd be, man. I, I thought he would struggle early on. No, no training camp, a short preseason that that was barely anything, um, you know, whatsoever. And you know, I, I thought it was smart of, of uh, his coach last night, Taylor. Um, they, they ran a lot of LSU offense. They ran a lot of five wide, little tempo. Even when they went four wide, they spread everything out, ball out quickly, exactly what he did in college. You you don't want to throw the ball sixty one times. It's never a recipe. For, for success in the long run, but he plays well with with pressure. Two minute drive, we saw it two weeks in a row. You know, should have won the Chargers game. We saw it at the end of the first half, drive the ball down and make a play. Uh, you know, get 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 a range for some points. So he's doing that. He's doing everything that I didn't think he was able to do quite yet. I think you can just tell with quarterbacks, right? Like if they got it or don't have it. I, you know the it factor. How do you measure that? But it feels like with, with Joe Burrow, he has some of that in him.
3: I, I tend to agree. He's he, everything but, a, but an A-plus arm, I feel like he has.
4: Yeah, but don't know if you need a, an A-plus arm if, you have, if you're very accurate and you know where you're going with the ball. I mean, of course, it would be great to have that A-plus arm, but I think he's, he's fine. I have, not, I have not seen anywhere. It's only two games, obviously, where I've been like, you know, the arm strength is just not there. Maybe when it gets colder and it's in, in, in that division, you're playing late in the year in Baltimore and Pittsburgh and, and home in Cleveland as well. I just, I'm not worried about that right now.
3: Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff Schwartz uh, joins us. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you, is in fact the podcast. Um, how much of what happened in Philadelphia is a product of not having four offensive linemen? How much of it is Carson Wentz? Uh, it's a little bit of both.
4: Um, you know, there were definitely sacks that were given up by the offensive line. I think there's no doubt about that. If you watch the film, there were sacks that were on Carson Wentz. And I think that Dan Arlofsky highlighted this play on Monday, I think all the way back on Monday, on his Twitter. And it kind of sums up what Carson Wentz is just doing wrong right now. And he just doesn't understand sometimes, you know, kind of like either the point of the play or that you can you can live to, to play another down. Um, you know, there was a screen pass. And it just it, was, it wasn't open. Just throw it in the dirt like, like Holmes, Brady, Breeze, Ryan. Just throw it in the dirt. We have to play the next play. Instead, he tries to make something out of nothing. He gets a tackle for a loss. It's a sack now, and now it's second and 15 instead of second and 10. And, you know, that's you know your offense changing in, in that situation. And he just makes these little mistakes in games that really hurt his offense. Brian Baldinger had a video out there, too, showing four straight plays of, of Wentz just missed two guys. And I, I know the offensive line is not good right now. I think they get Lane Johnson back this week, which is a huge plus for them. But – I just there's something about Wentz where I, I wanna buy in, right? He's got the, the the arm and he's definitely a guy who's come up in, in big games uh down the stretch. But so I just something about him, he just I'm not all the way in on him right now.
3: Can't say I, can't say that I blame you. Um it is what is what Aaron Rodgers did sustainable.
4: Yeah, if he's gonna play angry like <laughs> it seems like he's upset, obviously that they, they draft his replacement. Um I think it is. If Adam stays healthy throughout the year, um, look, they pick on the Vikings. The Vikings were down uh, you know, defensive linemen. They had three new corners in the game. They picked on them pretty well, but I think it's possible, yeah. I mean, I think we saw – he mentioned a comment. It was interesting. He said that you know, they use a lot of motion in week one, and motion is great. Motion is a great way to make a defense move with the snap. It's a great way to get the free guys up so they can't get pressed. It's, it's a way to manipulate the defense before the snap. And I love it. All the best offense in the NFL use a ton of motion. Um, and they, just, they haven't done it. And they did it a lot in week one. And that really helped the offense free guys open. And Rogers even said, like, we just didn't do that with McCarthy. I didn't really want there to be motion. And, and I guess LaFleur has convinced him that the offense functions better. Offenses in general function better when you move guys at the snap of the ball. So, yeah, I think it is sustainable. I, I really do. I think he wants to prove to everyone that he still got it. He played really well.
3: Jeff Schwartz joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but George Kittle is out. They yes. they don't Debo Samuel's still still out. They they don't have weapons for Garoppolo, and he didn't look great last week against Arizona. That's not seen as a particularly good defense. How concerned do you think Niners fans should be?
4: And, and they're missing what two cornerbacks? Right? Yeah. Um, they're they're beat up right now. I, I would be concerned. Look, if you go zero two you only make the playoffs 12% of the chance. No time, I should say. Now, this is going to be different this year because we right. have an extra playoff team. But, Correct. But that division is is tough, right? I mean, there's a, a realistic chance everyone's 2-0 and and you're 0-2 losing to the Jets, who are really by far the worst team in the NFL right now, worst coach team as well. You just can't lose this game. Um, but Kittle's a huge loss because Kittle plays a huge part in that offense. I, I thought about that motion. Man, they move him like every play. He's an outstanding, outstanding run blocker a huge part of their offense is, is the run game so I'm curious what they're going to do without him um it, you know it's they got to win this game uh the Chets are bad man they're just, they're not a good team I want to root for Darnold I think he can be good but the coaching's not very good they have no excuse to lose this game even with all the injuries and if they do then you know, I think I think an 0-2 if a division is 2-0 everyone else that means Seattle beats New England I think you I, I think they're not, I mean like that simple they're probably
3: not making the playoffs. I mean it's that simple after week 2. Uh speaking of New England, uh, you know, we didn't see a lot from Cam. Like uh, we didn't the bar wasn't high. He ran the football. Yeah. They uh, obviously Miami didn't know what to truly prepare for and we've seen Miami be unprepared in week 1 going back to last year yeah. with, with Baltimore uh when they got the doors blown off early and same thing happened when they faced Dallas. Uh but he the question's about Cam were sustaining his health and he did take a lot some hits last week. And about his his arm and his accuracy, he didn't really have to throw it down the field. When will we know if Cam is really back?
4: Uh, it's probably about a month. I mean, I think it takes a little bit of time to get in the rhythm of playing again. And, you know, they have a tough opponent. So your schedule is, is kind of brutal. Um, remember, look, if Nikhil Harry doesn't fumble that ball that score 28 points, he'd probably feel a little differently uh, about the offense. And I'm curious to see how long they can, they can do this. You know, You know, keep up him running the ball so much. I don't think it's sustainable. So we'll see if they start building in more pass concepts, but it kind of makes sense, right? If you have no off season and a short training camp, you can install these run plays a lot easier than you can all the pass concepts that they want to install. And so you go into week one and say, Hey, we're going to run what Cam knows best, what Cam has done in his career. And we'll incorporate the pass game in slowly as the year goes on. So, I'm actually not surprised that they, you know, they, they went with this more traditional cam offense than I thought they would do.
3: Jeff Schwartz, Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. Happy New Year to you. May uh may your new year be blessed and uh, have some apples and honey with your beautiful family in your brand new pool. Thanks for joining us.
4: Thank you, Bud. Take your Happy New Year to you.
3: All right, that's uh, that's Jeff Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> Be
6: sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to leave the house, rediscover the road. First ever Mazda CX-30 is made for people who love to drive. That's you. Go to MazdaUSA.com. Learn more about the entire Mazda CV lineup and available finance options. The press. David Gascon, what do you got? All right, you got uh, what? Three TVs that are
8: operational in your studio. What's the the third one's kind of dim or shot in there? Oh, you got uh, Bryce Harper just hit a monster shot. For the Philadelphia Phillies, um, hard to believe baseball is coming to a close here in the next couple of weeks. Did you get a chance to watch the Dodgers and Padres over the last week?
3: Yeah, it was awesome. It's chippy and fun.
8: Yeah, postseason baseball, baby.
3: <laughs> Kenley Jansen washed up.
8: Uh, makes me think of Jonathan Broxton.
3: Oh man,
8: I'm just waiting for like Matt Stairs 2.0 to come in.
3: <laughs> it's,
8: it's scary. Oh man, that was a bomb!
3: Yeah, I just you know like those live arms, dude. Once people get to them, they're never the same.
8: Which is just remarkable, right? With Mariano Rivera, I mean, one pitch, a cutter, and he was ageless. Yep, dominant. Yeah, um, Doug, you
3: mentioned the goat, by the way, but even yes. even Mariano Rivera, I remember, you know, Arizona, Arizona, and and the Red Sox. You know, they they both got to him. So yeah. does happen. Um, Doug,
8: you mentioned during the show with with Baylor and Houston having their game postponed because of the coronavirus how about this minnesota golden gophers wide receiver rashad bateman has re-enrolled into the university and is going to start practicing with the team now he signed with an agent so he needs a waiver from the ncaa to compete with minnesota this season but according to his head coach pj fleck he did confirm that he's back at it he was the big tens wide receiver of the year in 2019
3: Now, look this is what was going to happen they're going to play in the spring so these guys are like dude i ain't playing in the spring yeah I hurt my draft stock. Like, no, I can, now I can help my draft stock by playing. I, I will point out that this is, I, I look, I, I think this is a, it's a, this is a lot like I was talking about the conferences. Like, people are like, why couldn't you see this coming? It's a pandemic. Nobody saw any, any of this stuff coming. It looked really bad, looked like they wouldn't play to the spring. Then all of a sudden it was in the winter and now they're going to play in the fall. So, you know, you just, we're not setting precedent for things. We're just kind of adjusting on the fly to something we've never dealt with before and hopefully we'll be more prepared to deal with in the future. So right. here's,
8: here's the question, though, because he's not a fringe player, but Minnesota's an average program. If you're him, do you play this year given the circumstances? Yes. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, like, look, I, I think yeah. the not playing thing, Mike Williams didn't play, people forgot, out of USC, and he was never really the same. Now, he wasn't a burner to begin with. But when you play, you have the ability to help your stock. Plus, it's really hard to not play in a football game for two years, for a year and a half. Right. That's hard to do.
8: Now, what about Nick Bosa, though?
3: He played half the year, and then he got hurt. Yeah. And then he could have come back, and he didn't. Yeah. I would have liked for him to play. Um, You know, again, you don't have to. He didn't, But he did not play the whole season. Right. And, you know, I also think Ohio State might have won the whole thing had he played. Fair enough. Uh, speaking
8: of playing, guys that will not be playing this weekend, George Kittle's out. Huh? Kenny Galladay's out. Huh? Philip Lindsay's out. Huh? A.J. Brown's out.
3: Huh? Hey, turns out football's a dangerous sport. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, not
3: just COVID-19. Did
8: you see the hit on Kittle live? Uh, no. Man. It, it, first thing I thought was ACL. I mean, it wasn't that, but it was a bad throw by Garoppolo. He had to elevate and just plant on that left knee.
3: Not me. Heard of this before. Bad throw by Garoppolo. It's over, Johnny.
6: It's over.
8: <laughs> oh boy, uh, CJ Anderson retiring from the National Football League. I, I could not believe it when they said this. He's 29 years of age. Doug, seven years in the league. I won a Super
3: Bowl with the Broncos. Super Bowl 50 against Carolina. That's it, man, game over, man. Wait, CJ Anderson. How do I know that name? Was he the one with the Rams uh, yeah. two years ago? Yes. Yeah, I mean he was kind of fringe player anyway. But he off the couch, he was the Rams he's better than Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah, he was good that season. <laughs> it
4: was. Oh, uh,
8: he plans on uh retiring from the National Football League and now he wants to coach with a big uh with a power five program NCAA. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool.
3: Giannis uh he went to Cal, right? Yes. Does he have his degree? All right.
8: That's a good question.
3: Okay. So most people don't know this. The NCAA, they have a, a deal where like you can go back to school anytime you want and be on the field as a coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're a student assistant, or whatever. While you're getting a degree, it's great experience. And if he doesn't have his degree, or or he could also, um, he could also go and, um, um you know, go to to grad school. Then he didn't have he he was a junior college kid who was like a junior college all American, and he never had a thousand yards rushing a cow. pretty crazy. It's wild.
8: Uh, Doug U.S. Open. Patrick Reed is your leader into the uh, into the weekend. How much golf are you watching? Saturday and Sunday.
3: It'll be on. I got some ball games to coach, uh, a show to watch. My daughter's a writer and then What are you cooking? Uh, what are you barbecuing? Uh it's a good question. I'm kind of looking for stuff. I've done a lot of ribs, a lot of steak. What about lamb? Of... Yeah, I only have one of my kids likes lamb. Nobody else likes lambs. So I don't know. What about the missus? She doesn't like lamb? No.
8: No? Okay. No. Uh Tiger Woods might be watching. He's at plus eleven.
3: He will definitely be watching. Yes. <laughs> but on a much nicer TV, probably on a much on probably on his yacht, right? Why? <laughs> Did he pull up his yacht into what New does York? That mean?
8: Uh, he could do that. Bye.
3: <laughs> Come on, Chad. Uh,
8: Dude,
3: that it- is a hard course. I'm just telling you, there's the shot he hit. It was a T shot. It was like right down the middle. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. And then it like bounces once and then it's like in the deep rough. I was like, what the hell?
6: Uh, right. Right.
8: Seriously, uh, NBA postseason continues tonight. Denver and LA, LA Lakers, the Western Conference Finals. Tip-off time is at nine o'clock Eastern. What 6:00 time do the
3: Clippers play? <laughs> what time's the tea time?
8: Woo-hoo. Times the tea time. What
3: do you, uh, who do you guys like? Lakers seven-point favorite. Oh, man. Lakers are zero and two in the first game yeah. one of the first two playoff games.
8: I, I like Denver with the points, not to win, but I like him with the points.
3: Well, what about you, there, uh, Gavin? Denver in game one. Mm, we're all going. We're all going Denver. Who, uh, I have not given my pick. Who are you going with, Ramos? I'll take the Lakers. I'll take the Denver and the points. Is that how you say it? I'm yes. not, yeah. Okay. Denver and the points? Yeah. So I'll I'd take, like the Lakers to win Denver and the points, yeah. I'll take the Lakers. The Lakers done a great job of taking out the two best players on the other team. The two best players are Jamal Murray and Jokic. And the Lakers, while, while Dwight Howard's not what he used to be, like all of a sudden Dwight Howard becomes really useful in this series defensively. Same thing with JaVale oh. McGee. I like the Lakers bigly. And plus, I really want to see Michael Porter Jr. try and guard, who's one of the worst defenders in the NBA. So try and guard LeBron James. That'll be fun. Who's the best player on the floor tonight? Best player on the floor? Uh, Anthony Davis.
8: The big man. I love Jamal Murray. I think he's right. Jokic.
3: Jokic, Jokic is good, too.
8: He's a beast. Tomorrow, Boston and Miami. Miami's up in that series two games to
3: none. They go 3-0? No, I think that thing becomes a series. I think it becomes a series. All right. Doug, that is the press. That's it. That's it. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Are you
8: are you nervous at all about that Kansas City Chargers game? Like nearly no, I eighty, pick, I picked Kansas City. I know eighty percent of the public is on them.
3: Yeah, I I, oh. I get it. I look, I'm a contrarian. Yeah. Okay. By nature. Yes. I'm just telling you. I watch the the Chargers have plenty of weapons. Mm-hmm. They don't really have a go to running back. Like I love Austin Eckler, and they got him for twenty four million for four years, but he's much. He's he needs a Melvin Gordon with him, you know. They got a they got a rookie who's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was Josh Kelly? Yeah, Joshua Kelly's from UCLA. Yeah, nice back. But again, he's not ready to be a number one running back. He was okay. They're okay, but you lose Pouncey. That's your offensive. I mean, that's the center of your offensive line. You lost Drew Tranquil. who set that a big year at linebacker. You don't have Derwin James like, and they're not that good. And Kansas City's really good, and they struggle with Kansas City. You know, I know they beat him two years ago. Was that in overtime? Whatever up there. They just, lost 11 out of 12. The last yeah, one they won was on a, a last-second touchdown. Yeah, that was, that was two years ago in Kansas City on, like, a Thursday night. Uh, and that's when they were rolling. But I just – I just, I, Tyrod Taylor is a great guy. Smart guy, great guy, doesn't have it. He's, he is exactly who you think he is.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
0: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
7: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.